Hi, this is Bernie Torrance. And I'm Carol Yoder, and we'd like to invite you to our program called Living Stones. It's time to move from being a stepping stone to a living stone. God loves you and has a plan for your life. Remember, God doesn't waste anything. You're created to be a believer, walking in wisdom and values. Well, Carol, we're about to do this again. (laughs) (laughs) So much fun. Oh, this has been a joy, you know, because... um, when we began this, we had no idea the structure that it was going to take, but it's been so fun listening to the guys and then Dawn last week on Common Sense. Yeah. Come on. And the depth and just the, yeah, I feel like we're mining for gold and that's just so fun. Well, these these uh, pillars that we're talking about now, Common Sense last week and then planning today, they're, they're what we call pillars of revelation because the first four pillars, the first four vows, they involve constant choices. I'm seeing that over and over that Mm -hmm. to transform the mind, you have to keep in those renewing, renewing Mm -hmm. honesty. You were renewing generosity. You're renewing humility. You're renewing hard work. Mm -hmm. They're, they're daily choices. These, these two are really the gifted part where, uh, when God said, let there be, and there was. <laughs> hmm. That's the planning. I mean, that's what God gives us that uh, is at that angelic level that we can plan and we can be creative and we can change things. A robin will build the same nest year after year hmm. after year, but we have that ability to plan and schedule. And you are such a planner. <laughs> Put a little wallpaper in that bird nest <laughs> next time. Uh, yeah, I love, I love planning. I love, um, I love events, you know, mm. just I, I love picturing what could be the possibilities, ide- ideas. Now, we were talking about the fact of scheduling because I've learned in my life that if I don't schedule something, then my plan means nothing because that schedule is what puts the time frame around it. But you are an event planner. Yeah, I like I like the events because they have a beginning and an end and because you are creating an experience for someone whether that's it can be a sermon, it can be a, you know, wedding, mm-hmm. it can be whatever it is. It's it's a it's a place where, you know, somebody's going to walk through that and feel something and experience something. And when you think of event planning, you deal a lot with human nature. That's for sure, which, you know, again, which is beautiful because um, we all like to laugh. We mm-hmm. like to cry. We like to feel something. We like to celebrate. And, um, you know, you think about we cry together. We laugh together. That's what bonds us as people. And as you're leading a person through that event process or registration, let's keep it a civil mm-hmm. registration. What do you find? Uh, when do most people really pull the buzzer as far as being ready and have planning to come to one of our events oh my well you know we're always i always think about it as putting the big rocks in first mm-hmm. and then you know we we adjust along the way but we're planning right up to the point of execution mm-hmm. uh, i like to have some time to um get the execution you know separate them and have planning first so you know where you're headed and then you're in execution mode but you know, any any plan can change in the middle, and mm-hmm. so you have to be ready for changes. 
but the fewer changes, of course, the smoother it usually goes. The story that we're going to hear today is the one of Dennis Gravel, and um, he he has natural leadership abilities. I mean, he's uh, a person that I, I use the, the word he doesn't have to demand respect. Uh, he commands it. Mm. Some people are just like that. Mm. It's a gift. They walk in, into the room. Um, but I watched him move from uh, a a factory worker that was hourly mm-hmm. actually he made hot dogs is what he did he wow. worked at superior meats and then he stuffed wieners man by the millions and then when uh, he made his transition into the business world he had an ability to scale up and one of the lessons that we'll learn is that one of vital signs that um, that you can run a business by all these fancy financial things and forecasts and everything like that but when you're bringing one out and you're Funding is limited. You have to know where you stand. And that's what Denny's gift was. So um, I'm going to introduce you to him. And I, I had the chance of interviewing him uh, by myself uh, because it's it's years. Our, our, our walk is 40 years long. And wow. those that have read the book, they'll see the night that I ran out of gas and this guy came in, man. And and here I am walking. I don't know if anybody's I, had that experience. I love that. Oh, yeah. But man, oh, man. Humiliated. Mm. And, and Denny picked me up and went down and bought bought my can of gas and came back. And he actually poured it into the tank. Mm. And as he did, some kids drove by and called him stupid for running out of gas. And I thought, man, there was something long before I was a believer. There was something that I saw in people that helped believe in us and uh mm-hmm. so i want to take you and meet this this great man and as we're going through you're going to hear this for the first time when we get done uh, we'll do our magic on the end of this <laughs> but here is my friend dennis Grable. and in our story uh denny was a person that uh, never had to demand uh respect he commanded it he had an ability uh, to lead people that's what he's done he's built a number of university type settings he's trained thousands of salespeople, and he's in the security business now living in in las vegas so denny i'd like to welcome you to our program living stones today because you're definitely a living stone would you like to say hi to everyone i sure would I'd like to say hi to everybody out there and that um that i feel really really privileged to be a part of this um i never thought in my life that i would be a part of something like this based on my my history and so on but god has been very good to me and um he has granted me the friendship of first of all the first six guys that really turned my life around which bernie is one of those and uh actually then they came in the seventh which was jerry (laughs) so that has been a real blessing to me and i know we're here to talk about the fact of doing wise planning and it takes a while to figure all that out in your life too. So I'll <laughs> answer any questions you have. Bernie, you tell me where you want me to go or oh, how you want man. me to go about it. But Well, I love what the living Bible says because it says, uh, this is all the verses from the living Bible. Any enterprises built on wise planning become strong through common sense and profits wonderfully by keeping abreast of the facts. And so as Nestor has been, helping us through this there's a there's a vow that we're making that really came pretty natural to you it's a, I, I commit to plan ahead and resist impulsiveness and you've always had an ability to plan and scale and uh you were just sharing with me about that 
even you know 40 years 45 years of business and yet you took your crew this this covid season and you said you took them old school <laughs> and what was that what was that accountability that you, that you brought into their lives so that they could produce what they planned well um you know i just made them accountable for what they were doing they people have a tendency it's 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 a it's a nature i think in human human nature to look for excuses why things don't work where in my life and i think you and i and all of the seven agreed that we always look for things that would would, would work we never we never believed that there was something that wouldn't work we might have thrown a lot of stuff up on the wall but eventually we knew something would stick and i think that's what i made them understand there are two of the individuals in my company that have been with me for 20 years and they've been with me through three different companies. This is the third company that they've been with me on. And they, they understand my, my belief in the spiritual aspect of your life and asking for what you want. If you don't know what you want, I always remember going back to uh, reading that article that, that, and, and thinking about what John had said about always remember what the end game is. Yeah. If you don't see the end game in your life, in your business, and the people that you associate with, their end game, you, you're going to lose out. And so I've always taken the, the uh, step, I guess, in that, that direction that says, if I know what the end game is, then I need to put a plan together to get there. And that all comes from John. John was a great mentor. And if you don't know who John, I am sure everybody does. John, John Schuck was one of my mentors in my life that, that, that changed things around for me. But that was, that was a big one. And so I made them understand that they have to be accountable. They have to be accountable to themselves. And, they, and that they are letting other people determine what they're going to become because they're using COVID-19 as an excuse not to be able to see people. Mm-hmm. And I said, so when you're at home and you look your family in the, in the, in the eye and you, and some of them are married, some of them are single, but you have to understand that you're responsible to them. You're, they look to you or you look to yourself to be responsible to stand on your own two feet. God gave you this ability. He gave you the ability. Many, many people go through life and don't have that ability. Mm. So I force you to be accountable. You're going to be accountable to me, and you're going to be accountable to yourself. You're going to be accountable to your to your uh, family and to you personally. So accountability is what it's all about. You can't go home and say, oh, honey, I'm sorry I wasn't able to do this because of COVID-19. No, that's not the way it works. I need a reporting system, and I did. I we I'd spent a lot of money on a, on called Zoho, and then I even had a company out of Ohio that that uh, customized that Zoho program, CRM program, to my business. Uh-huh. And but they were using that as you know sending emails, doing all the things that the social things that you do today, you know, that 
I'm not up to power on that. So I said, for throw that all out the door because <laughs> I'm a face-to-face, heart-to-heart type of guy. And that's what you got to do. You got to get out to see people. And they said, well, they won't see us. And I said, well, if you don't go out the door, no, they won't see you. You have to go out. You have to knock on doors. Some will be there. Some won't. But I just know that it's a numbers game. It always has been. And if you get out and see enough people, eventually those doors will open for you. And you'll start closing deals. And this company will succeed. You will succeed. And we'll move to our end game, which is to make this company profitable. Oh, Dennis. And I started that. You know, my age was a little difficult. <laughs> um, but, and it's hard for the younger generation to relate to some of the things that I say, but uh, I think I finally started getting through with them. Um, and I, th- I was telling you in the story because they said, oh, well, you know, it takes so long before us, we have to do a contract and we have to do a quote and then we have to you know, get the in- installations done and all that. And, and when I, in January, when I did a financial scenario of the company, it was taking us up to 48 days to an install. So anyway, a lead came in, and this is what I was explaining to you, Ernie, um, Ernie from from, uh, Phoenix. So I flew down to Phoenix, took the lead, took my salesperson. I said, meet me at the airport. We're going to go on this lead. I'm getting it at 7 o'clock at night. Pick me up. We're going out to meet him. She says, at night? I said, yes, at night. (laughs) They're building a new store, a clothing store. So we're going to meet him there. So we went out. I got there. I got in at 7. I got there at 8 o'clock. Uh, for the appointment, they were there till I think it was about 9:15, and and written up a contract form already. I did the scope for, showed her what. She, I mean, I didn't know how to do anything on the computer, so she was doing it all for me. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah. So, and she was very good at it. I, I really appreciate this younger generation because they really know how to work them fingers on stuff. Sure. So, so anyway, um, we weren't able to close it that night because they had to close. But I said, okay, we'll be back in the morning. Came back in the morning, and um, we got there at 11 o'clock. They were not there. We waited. And they showed up a half an hour later, apologized. We went in. She showed them the new quote, finalized it. I said, um, don't you have a thing called DocuSign? She goes, oh, yeah. I said, okay, have them do a DocuSign. So she set it all up on a computer, and they DocuSigned it. And they wrote out a check there that day. 48-day cycle. I mean, that's what that you know, would be. Yeah, 48 days. That was the, the sale part. Uh-huh. Within six days, six days, I had it installed and operational. See that, Dennis. I mean, leader by performance, that's what you do. Something that you mentioned that was so powerful, a lot of the software we have, and especially, you know, uh, with the financial statements and everything, what we learned in business, and you led us in this, we called it Operation Yardstick, was that it's one thing to get a financial statement and see what what had happened, but we had, as an entrepreneur, you got to know on a week-to-week basis, there's vital signs. Like a, if you go to the, the emergency room, they're going to take your blood pressure and your weight and their temperature, and there's vital signs. Business is the same way. And uh, that's what you were saying. You no longer were relying on receivables. It was cash flow. It was you had to know what was in the checkbook. It was uh, it was it was what I explained to him is back. And I always go back to us when we started out. If you remember, we sat down and we tried to figure out how much cash we're going to need to keep the business rolling on a week to week basis. Sure. So it, we were a weekly publication then. 
And so we had to know how many ads we got in, how many ads on an average sold, how many papers got sold that week, everything tied in together to tell us what we were going to start bringing in cash flow wise. And the same thing was in this business. It's the same thing in every business I've been in. But I know and sat down and I said, look, this is what we have to bring in in cash, not on paper, in cash to keep the doors open. You have to bring this much cash in per month. So you need to sit down and plan out exactly how we're going to do that and what is necessary on the operational end, the installation end, and the sales end to accomplish all that. And it all starts with the sales and works itself backwards. So I always go back to the, the, the you know, when we talk about wise planning and, and, mm-hmm. and using common sense, my Lord, some, some people just don't have common sense when they, they look at what they're doing. And if you use those two things, you're going to be profitable. It might take you a little time, but you'll get there. I love it. In the, in the ballot says this, as I begin my project, help me to follow through until they're finished. That's what you just modeled there, right there. Yes. Well, see the, yeah, well, that comes from John. <laughs> wow. I always remember, I always remember when I moved to California, you know, and, and I was doing very well with DeVry and, and, and Bell and Howe and, and then we started the, the mini merchant out there and, and I thought, we're going to do great on it. But you know what? I think what I really lost, what, what Eddie and I really lost in all that was the teamwork, which is what I really preach now. I think that the camaraderie that we had, the culture that we built amongst us seven was phenomenal. And then, then you have a guy from the outside that steps in like Jerry and gets built (laughs) buys into that culture, <laughs> buys into that, yeah. and becomes enormously successful. Oh my. Look at what he's been able to do. And I said, it's teamwork, people. You have to have, you have to all believe in the same thing. You have to have the belief and the passion. And I had this young lady, one of from San Diego operation, and she said, well, you know, I don't think passion is really belief. And I said, okay. I said, you think about that between now and to the end of the day, and then you, I want you to tell me why you do not believe that passion is connected to belief. Because if you have a belief in something, you must have a passion to believe it. Hmm. And I believe that in my mind, whatever I ask for, you people can call it whatever you want. To me, it is God that he will present it to me. He will give it to me if I truly truly believe but you have to believe you can't pretend like you say you do you can't you can't fake it till you make it okay you have to believe (laughs) you remember those days oh buddy sure yeah and john you know that's one thing you know i walked into a big city i got so distracted from from because we were we operated in a small area and all of a sudden we walk into this big city of sacramento and we're going to take it over and I was always confident, you know me, I'm sure. almost grovel, right? Yes. And I'm going to conquer the world. But without you guys, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Was not there. And, um, you know, I, I forgot where we came from. I started, if I would have thought back to that one meeting where John pulled it together and he, he put the competition as we are not going to make it against these guys. Yeah. I remember, and I thought to myself, no, yeah. we'll make it. 
but he was right. You know, they were too big, and they could have crushed us. But what did he do instead? He walked into their office oh my. and became a customer. Their friend <laughs> and their yeah, customer. I mean, it was it was amazing. Oh, it was geez. amazing what he did. Instead, when I was in California, I was trying to take our system, which was the right system, and adapt it to the competitor's system. Wrong thing to do. And I learned that in my life. I learned that when you, that's where the belief came. I let the belief go away. Do you understand? Oh, boy. It wasn't there anymore. So only because the competitors were both so big, I thought I had to have any, that was it. That was where we had to go. We had to do what they did. Oh, no. Nothing. You don't do what they did. You do what you, you see the end game. You see the end game. And that's, that's what's happened in my life since then. I've learned a, an enormous amount of lessons in that period of time. And, um, hmm. and I just know that, that the actions that I've taken since that time, that lessons, those lessons that I learned so good. I was doing so good at the ride in Bell and Howe, but I could not, I could not make that happen with many merchants like we made it happen, like the miracle that took place in Canton. Yes, and it was a miracle. miracle. You know that. Oh, I it know was that. a miracle. We were blessed. We were virtually blessed. Yeah. And I was blessed with DeVry because I had a team, you know? I had that teamwork. I had that team feeling. I had accountability that I had to be accountable to somebody. And... We didn't. We had not developed our system at that time when we did that. We were, we were the new kids on the block, so to speak. Yeah. But I always look back at that, and and if it wasn't for God and His wisdom and and um, humbling me a few times in my life, oh, um, which I appreciate, even though at the time I didn't. Mm. <laughs> I have. Um, I'm a very impulsive and uh, driven personality, oh, and that is beneficial. <laughs> and it's very beneficial if you use the pillar of mm. wise planning, I can tell you that. It, All right? it is, Dennis. And you know, you've been just a leader amongst leaders, and there's a thought that I, I want to close with today. We completed a roundtable. We just... Uh, all the guys and and uh, most of the people that are listening to the podcast would know of Johnny Ruth and Bob and you and I and Jerry, we we were on oh, a round table going, yeah, and then our generations were there. Ryan was there, Jesus Ortiz and and Don Yoder. But uh, you used the word passion, and Jerry told me that he had just sent you a passion Bible. Oh, because, yeah. And he said, Bernie, he just told me today, he said, Bernie, you got to hear Dennis because when you get a hold of the truth, you're like a dog with a bone, man. And and so what has that version of the Bible, the passion version, what has that meant to Dennis Gravo? Well, I'm telling you that, um, God bless him for sending me that. I mean, it's my weekly thing now. You know, I'm using it. If you remember going back to um, the greatest oh, salesman in the world. Sure. You know, the 13, the 13 principles. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I used to use that in my when I was doing training with salespeople and I would say, how many of you have read the greatest salesman in the world? And they would all raise their hand. And I would say, and how many of you actually <laughs> performed every uh -huh. one of those yeah. for 13 months? And the hands would all go down. And I said, well, and I kept mine up. And I said, well, I did them. Yes. I did them every morning, every day, every yes. afternoon, every evening yes. for a month, for 30 days, each yes. one of those. Yes. And what I've done now with this passion that Gary's given me, 
every Monday, I read, uh, I just open it. God blesses me and opens it to the spot. That's all I can say. Okay. Wow. This this week, the version uh, that I was out of there was Rome, Romans 12. Yes. Oh, my. 9 through 20, <laughs> uh, which was really enlightening to me. I mean, it. you know, I work with so many young people and, and even some older people. And let me tell you, a lot of people... When I talk about the spiritual movement and things like that, they just look at me like I'm a, like a weirdo. Sure. <laughs> they just don't seem to get the message like that. But after the analysis I did in, in January and I start talking, you know, the facts and being abreast uh-huh. of the facts, and I'm carrying my, believe it or not, Bernie, you remember that little, the little book you guys did? Sure, Proverbs book. Yeah, Proverbs uh-huh. book. Uh-huh. I, I still carry that with me. Wow. Day. Wow. <laughs> Till this day. Wow. <laughs> I love that book. <laughs> but I think they all had an opportunity to step back and say, hey, it's not working for us. Maybe this guy's got something. And so maybe, you know, I'm no John Schrock. I know that. And uh, and I'm hoping that he up there is looking down and is helping oh, and blessing my. me a little bit and, and changing some lives. That's That's what it's all about. Not just a company, but it's changing their lives. Because they live in today only. They don't live, they don't see the end game. I really believe they don't see the end game. And I want them to start seeing that. And I want to be the one that helps them get there. Knowing that uh, uh, if you read that passage, I would get so angry with them. And and in that passage, 9 through 21, Romans 12, 9 through 21, it talks about that. It talks about how to love people, how to understand them, how to... Uh, become with them, you know, wow. and to get them to be a part of you and you a part of them. Oh, my. Instead of being at wit's end with everybody, just say, God will work. God will, God will make them. God will provide the right words for me, provide the right, what can I say, the right mode of operation for them to grab hold of and see that there is something else moving this world besides material things and the illusions that we live by on a day-to-day basis. That's my, that's my philosophy anyway. Oh my, my, well, that's what it says in that vow itself. Allow me to be effective in the way that allows me to govern my life and share with others. Teach me to plan not only my business dealings, but also to plan effectively for the needs of my family. Thank you so much, Dennis. Uh, It's just a pleasure to be with you. And thanks for being my brother. In in the book, it talks about how we were there for each other. And I'll I'll never forget the night I ran out of gas and you poured that gas into my car and those kids (laughs) called you dumb. (laughs) And I thought, man, that's what the Lord does. He takes takes upon himself our our shortcomings. You You were so important in my life, Bernie. So important. I love you, Brent. I love you. Thank you, Dennis. Oh, man, Carol. Wow. (laughs) What a moment. What a moment in the planning. Can you see why he represented that pillar? Yeah, it's like he breathes it, Mm -hmm. you know, and just, I was so struck when he talked about team. And I want to read a scripture, and I'm going to read it Mm -hmm. out of passion because of what he said about having that passion Bible. But in Luke 14, 28, 
it talks about Jesus is actually talking about following him but he uses an illustration about building a house or a tower it sure, says sure. it says for who would construct a house before first sitting down to estimate the cost to complete it otherwise he may lay the foundation and not be able to finish it the neighbors will ridicule him saying look at him he started to build but couldn't complete it and this is it's such an example of planning but it also to build a house you need a team of people you can't you can't just make a plan you can't have an idea mm -hmm, have mm -hmm. a plan but then you need people who will help complete that plan and so i was thinking about what a great illustration that is in just when he was talking about your team and how you know you need carpenters you need drywallers mm -hmm, you need yeah. there's so many different people that go into building a house and so many people in our lives that help us to complete the things that God has called us to do. We're not all the same. That's what I do uh, when exactly, you just said that. Exactly, exactly. Craftsmen in their own uh, sphere. We talk about the seven mountains, but it's, it's. Mm. I think that's what was so precious in the book was uh, Johnny Ruth, you know, when I mm -hmm. go back and listen to him and how goals were prayers. Right. And how with Ernie, you know, when he just, well, the, the seven indicator lights, the marker lights on that truck, getting us through with mm -hmm. with Bob giving God the best yes, <laughs> and yes. the first and yeah it was just so beautiful and of course with Jerry as he's modeled for all of us uh, just what that is to um, to wear these these principles and vows mm. yeah would you mind praying for us Carol I, I think would be... love to thank you Lord thank you that you created us all different Lord that we all have our gifts to bring to the team to the table to the project and some are planners and some are uh, just pillars of, of carrying those things out we do them all Lord on the foundations of the values that you created Lord love humility honesty generosity all those things Lord and we just thank you that you have a plan, Lord. You have a plan, and you know how to bring that plan to completion. So, Lord, today we surrender ourselves mm -hmm. to you and to your plan because we know your plan is the best plan, Lord. And we just thank you for that. Thank you that when we walk with you, Lord, we know that we are walking in victory as living stones, Lord, to build that house, to build the house that you are building, Lord, a house of living stones. Pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. So the pillar of wise planning. Any enterprise is built on wise planning, becomes strong through common sense, and then profits wonderfully by keeping abreast of the facts. I commit to plan ahead and resist impulsiveness. Please visit us at www.lored.org for more values-based leadership material. And if you've enjoyed this program, please sign up for the weekly downloads and share this podcast with your friends.